Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 143. And to you faithful listeners out there, you might be wondering, well, this isn't Sean's voice to start, and no, it's not, because Sean is not with us tonight. He will be with us on the entertainment podcast this week, but not the sports one. But this is a familiar voice for you all, as I'm Tony, and with me is another familiar voice. Uh, that's, that's me, Andy. And then another voice that you guys know, you know the voice, you know the sound, you know the name. It's Wrecking Ball Joe. <laughs> and then also with us, we do have a special guest tonight. His first time on the Tony's Take podcast. He's a sports guru. He gets compared to John Daly on the golf course because of how far he can hit a golf ball. He's Mike. That's actually happened. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. How are we doing? AKA Cooch. Good morning. I say good morning because, you know, I'm sure you have a diverse mix of listeners and some might be oh. listening in the morning. So we want them to feel yeah. included here. I like to think we're uh, the morning commute show. We're yeah. Like replacing, you know, your old Makes classic. Sense. Yeah. Your so daily ticket sports for your morning commute. I definitely. Although I am a little bit, I have to say, I'm a little bit disappointed. I was hoping to get like a Tiger Woods esque introduction. Hey, you know, ju- now on the T, two time Masters champion. <laughs> WGC Bridgestone hey. invitation on what champion? But it's okay. We I'll play John Daly. That's a lot of that uh, was actually pretty good. A lot of people no. like him. He's all over the internet. He is one stuff. of my idols. That's a good. That, uh, that was that's a good was comparison. Something that happened. So it I'll, was. I'll I was that. there for that when uh, you I'm did get compared. Excited about that. I've told several people that story. <laughs> oh, it's so a great I'm story. Okay I have too, and it wasn't even me he was talking <laughs> about. <laughs> my nickname for you on the course is the Big Bambino. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, uh, this is sports, and uh, we did have a big upset. In college basketball, which just started last week, number one Kentucky, who took down number one Michigan State to open the season a week ago tonight, loses at home as 25-point favorites to Evansville. 67-64, what, 30 minutes ago? Hot breaking news right off the press? Yes, it is. This is 30 minutes ago, live right now. So... Why were they only 25-point favorites against Evansville? That's a better question. And the other question is, who that's, the hell is Evansville? Yeah, that's my That's what my Is that even a tournament question. team? Are they going to win the Patriot League or something? Yeah, like, I don't, I don't yeah. know. I mean, like uh, Fairly Dickinson this year yeah. or something like that? Like, usually, yeah, sometimes you get those games where there's not even a spread because even Vegas or the odds makers are like, we don't have a fucking clue what to put for this. But with Evansville, I mean, I guess they figured we have an idea. And they just kind of threw 25 out there. and I. Uh, that's, like a, that's like a minus 2,000 type game. Oh yeah, where oh, yeah. you, you either not can't more. take the money line or it's not even worth it. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what. I'm sure I'll barstool sport bets and all that stuff will have some sort of money line thing, or you'll see it somewhere. Like some asshole out there probably threw like a hundred dollars on it for shits and just made like eight grand or something. But some some poor bastard from wherever <laughs> Evansville is. is yeah, exactly. I mean, savings on. Evansville versus Kentucky. And th- those people will so, do that. Like, I've got a buddy of mine who went to your alma mater, ASU. Go Devils. And uh, no matter what, any sport, basketball, or I should say this, between the two sports, basketball and football, no matter how big of underdogs they are, he's always putting a little bit on the money line. Yeah. You know, he's not putting anything crazy, but 5, 10, 20 bucks. And he's See, won a few of them. That I, I take the opposite approach. I refuse to bet on my own teams because then they let me down and then they let me down by losing my money. So, I just I don't want I don't want the uh the double letdown, so I yeah. stay away. Any of my teams That's why I think them. he usually Not does like parlay nothing. Like 5 bucks or something cuz Yeah, I, you want a little skin in the game. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, cuz I know they'll always say too, you don't want to bet on your favorite teams and I don't either because it's, you know, you bet too much with your heart instead of 
No, what some you really poor should. chump probably made a, di- made a diary of oh. Bet Evansville oh, somehow. And... I'm not going to lie to you. This morning I walked by the TV and I literally saw it on the bottom like the headliner and it was just like Kentucky versus Evansville. And I was like, who's Evansville? I was yeah. like, I'm easily going to take t- Kentucky minus the points. So sure. I did some research. Okay. Evansville is in Evansville, Indiana. So, oh, you know, okay. basketball heartland. That's oh. true. Uh, I believe that's Hoosiers, probably pretty close Hoosiers. to. Yeah, probably pretty close to Great Kentucky. Um, their head coach, Walter McCarty. You, weren't he, you know where I, he went? The I don't know where he went. Kentucky? Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? He was part I of those Patino him. teams. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So That's interesting. Probably won a title. Um, also, That's a great connection, Andy. they're Thank the you. Purple Aces. The Purple Aces. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so I'm into that. That's awesome. <laughs> I love a, good, I love a, good, a good, good obscure mascot. Oh, yeah. Like I, the four I, Paladins. I, I hope it would be just a giant ace of spades or something that runs around out there. That'd be awesome. But it's purple. Yeah. Well, good start to the college basketball season. Can't it wait is. for March Madness. The two, uh, you love to see it when it's competitive. You do. You, know, you love to see some changes at the top. You don't want to see that Duke constantly at number one, Kentucky constantly. Yeah, at I haven't one. even you, seen Duke play yet or anything. I don't even know how they're supposed well, to be. Well, but I mean, those those blue chip schools, it makes it interesting oh, yeah. when they're switching at the top early in the year. Come March Madness, it's a lot more fun to watch it, yeah. a tournament like that than just somebody who you know or we thought like a like a Zion uh, RJ Barrett Cam Reddish Duke that was supposed to beat everybody. Yeah, and that's a lot of times that's what happens too. These teams get too young. Like I know for a fact, I mean this Kentucky team is very young and there's no way they went into that game with any focus at all. They went in like, "Ah, oh, who cares? We're going to beat them up." They get too confident. They beat the number 1 team earlier this week. Young, all this swagger as they say and whatnot, and they probably just didn't give a shit and they got surprised. And that'll be a honestly you're a Kentucky fan, the positive to look at it is it's a good thing that happened early when it did into a bad team like that yeah. because you better believe uh, their coach, Capillary, is going to – Calpari. Cal Perry, I don't know. Well, they Cal already Perry. beat the number one team in the nation. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, you know, I they got right. a little too confident, yeah. but I think it's a good loss for them early this season because he'll definitely – he's a great coach, beyond great coach. He'll definitely get them – back on track and let them realize i'm sure as we're speaking right now he's yelling at them they should be running like suicides right <laughs> yeah you're probably right they're probably in the gym right now getting ready for the next one knowing coach cal yeah i mean especially losing to a team like that that would be unacceptable it's either one of those approaches you go where you uh you go either run them like hell or you almost don't even say a word and let them just sit in the silence and think about what just happened to make them get motivated on their own yep but uh we got some uh, news that I don't even know about yet that you guys know about, some yeah. uh, some baseball news. We talked about how we said we probably wouldn't be talking about baseball again for a while, but apparently there's a, Psych. some late, not quite late breaking, but there is some current news about a, an MLB team. Well, you heard some rumblings of it in, in – um in the World Series this year, talking about how from the other from the other perspective, Altuve, Bregman, those guys were like picking up signs, talking to each other in the dugouts, and you heard some of the Joe Buck and some of the uh, Smoltz talking about how you felt like they were picking up the signs. Um, but came out today uh, from former Astros pitcher uh, Fears. Oh, was yeah. it Michael Fears? Mike Fires. Michael Fires. Would have been him. Who had a pretty uh, decent role in the 2000, 2017 World Series, if I remember correctly. Um, maybe early on, especially. He threw a no-hitter this year, too. So he was on the yeah. team? Oh, yeah, he okay, was so on the team. Okay, so that's why he leaked it out. Okay, so, but well, who questioned it? Like, why well, did that even no, come up? no, he was up? talking to the He's athletic. not on their team anymore. So yeah, right, but, like, what gave him the opportunity to speak about Well, it? he was talking to somebody on the athletic, and he came out with uh, the news that the Houston Astros were stealing signs 
during the 2017 World Series. And you got to imagine that it's happened this year too, right? Oh, yeah. AJ Hinch, same coach, same uh, manager, excuse me. You got to imagine he's he's using the same tricks. Didn't the Yankees complain about that? The Yankees complained about it as well. Yeah, uh, Aaron Boone was going off about it. Um, but what you haven't seen that I that I saw, I don't know, Andy, if you saw the video or Joe, but basically what happened was there was a camera in center field, okay, in the Astros Stadium, and right down the tunnel in the dugout, they had set up a TV screen, and it was like a closed circuit somehow. I don't know basically how they did it. But there was a TV screen, and they could switch out in and out from the uh, hidden camera in center field. And there was a trash can sitting in right under the TV screen. So whenever they saw whatever it was, a breaking ball, or whenever they saw a changeup, you would hear two bang, bang. And whoever was in the dugout would hit the trash can twice with a bat. So the player that was at bat could hear it. And the crazy part is they were playing the White Sox, I believe, in probably the first round. And whoever the pitcher was, um, I don't know if it was Marquardt. I forget his name right now. But he uh, he stepped off the rubber mid-pitch and called his catcher out. And you could hear him say they're picking up the signs. You hear the bangs? <laughs> and he caught him mid-game. Who was it? Was a White Sox it pitcher? It was a White Sox pitcher, I believe. You can fact check me on that. But yeah. I saw it today. You, but you can hear in That's the video, in the audio, and when you're watching the video, you hear bang, bang. And then he takes the pitch, and then you don't hear the bangs, and he swings at the pitch. So if, if he says, if there's the bang, bang, that means they know it's like a breaking ball breaking of some ball. sort. So in, in the clip that I saw, it was like change up, right? You see a change up. So on the somebody's outside. relaying that information from down. There's a camera in center field, a hidden yeah. camera. The camera's streaming from center field to the dugout. So they have the little TV in the dugout. Yes, behind the dugout in the hallway down the tunnel. But don't some and don't some teams though they'll switch up the numbers and whatnot or. Well, that's the thing. If you've played any baseball above little league, you know there's always an indicator with your signs, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're talking about coach relaying the signs to the catcher or whatever, you know they'll be they'll go through their sign sequence and then they touch their hat and that's the indicator. That means next sign is steal a base or whatever. Or if you're behind the plate. Then you know you'll give a, a a sequence of signs, but the second sign will be the actual pitch. So you can pick up on yeah, that. Yeah, these guys are all smart enough. They've exactly. all played for teams. Well, what what's hard for me is like if you've played baseball, you know, gamesmanship's a big part of the game, right? Like pitching deception, pickoff moves. Uh, you know, dis, um, gamesmanship is just a big part of the game. So that's where I kind of struggle with it. But you're just playing cheating at that point in time. Part of me oh, yeah. wants to say you ain't cheating, you, know, you ain't trying, but you know what it reminds me of is uh, those MLB the show games where you could guess the pitch, and if you guessed right, yeah. it would go red. So if you were playing, you knew like, oh, fastball's coming or curveball, yep. but it's basically and it does make a big difference because I mean for sure you're up there in the count counts two two, maybe this pitcher's like, oh, I bet he's thinking curveball, but then if you already hear those bangs, you know, oh, it's it's a breaking ball coming, so you know to sit on it, and if it looks good. Well, and that's huge going against, you know, professional pitching like that. What pisses me off, A.J. Hinch, what a scumbag. Oh, yeah. What a piece of shit. So if basically I'm... what pissed me off was I saw a quote from him because, like Andy was saying, the Yankees complained about it this year. He had a quote this year basically saying like, oh, I can't even believe they'd say something like that. It's just ridiculous that they'd even, even you know, kind of entertain the notion that we'd do that. What a pompous prick. <laughs> yeah. What a pompous prick. You've been asshole. doing it the whole time. You've been doing it legit the whole time. And, you know, also, I mean, they got away with it for quite a while. 
Oh, yeah. So Yeah, it's just kind of interesting to see how more of these stories just don't come up because I feel like that would just be the main incentive to do that. If well, you it's because there, a lot of these, outright, these stories don't come up until somebody decides to leak it. Well, well yeah. I, I'm confused. You would think someone else would have said something because, like, Charlie Morton won World Series, played the Astros this year in the first round. You think he would have said something, right? Well, you, I would think well, so. That's a, it's a conundrum, a, right? Yeah. It, that's like, you know what a conundrum is, Joe? A pickle, a quandary. Okay, great. Um, is Joe even on this podcast? He's just standing like ten feet away. <laughs> I just want to make sure you know it's a pickle. A pickle. A moral well, conundrum pickles, or quandary. So you're you're the player and you're like, oh, okay, well we're winning, so that's good. But deep down, as a moral human, you're like, well, fuck. Should I tell somebody? Because we're obviously cheating. Part of me wants to say you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Yeah. Right. But I mean, that is but that a, is to another a whole situation level. like that too is. If Morton knew about that, he would know how to, I would imagine, beat it. Like, maybe there wasn't an audit. Maybe he told him, hey, when we do this, do this. Like, just Maybe trust work me. in that round. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's maybe another thing. To and here's the thing, too, is maybe you're not doing it against every pitcher. Because if they do know Morton knows, maybe you're not even doing it against Morton. Because you yeah. know if he hears it. So maybe he's thinking, like, oh, it's dumb. But like you said, yeah, if it's a round where you got a former player, yeah. maybe you're not doing it. Or maybe yeah. you're finding something else to do. Maybe it's not a trash can bang. Well, I, I even saw... And I, I'm not going to get too much into it because I didn't read too much too much into it. But on the way, before I came, I was looking at uh, one of the, like a bullpen catcher, came out and said that the Astros also were using the bullpen. So they'd have like somehow somebody picking up signs. And then wherever the someone in the bullpen was standing meant like a curveball. Or wherever they were standing meant like a fastball. So they've really got it down somehow. Okay, so hold on. I have to ask you this yeah. question though. How much of a role does these signs play in the entire game? Well, I mean, pitching is all about deception, right? So right. what makes a pitcher great is he's able to get his arm in the right slot and his arm is about able to go the right speed. And you don't know if it's a fastball, if it's a curveball, or if it's a changeup, right? right? So if you can find a way to pick up those signs and know what's coming. I mean, you hear about batters wanting to sit on a fastball. Yeah. Well, yeah. if they know it's coming, they, yeah, they can, can sit really on a sit fastball. on it. And then it also helps that on top of all that, it's the Astros. I mean, you've got. You're telling me you get to have Springer, Altuve, Correa, Correa, Brantley. And you know what's interesting? Michael Brantley is a good example. A lot of people might have thought his career was kind of going to an end there. He was struggling a little in Cleveland. I know he had injuries. Comes to Houston as an all-star game. I mean, all-star season. Yeah. And had a great season, batted great in the entire playoffs, was up there to even win like the batting title yeah. at one point. And it's like, there you have it. I yeah. mean, it if he knew what's coming, it's like these guys are all professionals. If they know what's coming. That's part of the game of baseball is being able to like fool you and stuff and you have to guess. It's all deception. Well, let me bring another aspect into this thing that maybe you guys aren't even thinking of. How about those dumb a-holes that bet the mortgage on the teams the Astros were playing and lost their cash on, you know, a guy like A.J. Hinch fixing a game? I would be livid. Yeah. I would be. I mean, I'm a Dodgers fan, so I'm obviously pissed because we lost the 2017 World Series when they were in seven games also. So, I mean, it still took them. It was still tough for them. That's what's so funny, too, is now you have to start wondering these series, like, how good would this team really be at hitting if it wasn't for that? Because it had to take, they didn't win it last year. It took them seven games to beat the Dodgers, and then they lost this year. Yeah. So it's like even with the cheating, they're still, they've still only they're won still, one in the last three years. I, I think they're, they're plenty good. I, I think, think so. I mean, I, I'm not getting you wrong with that, but I'm saying, like, who's to say? Because well, constructively, how do you think the MLB will respond? Well, they're going to have to have some hard evidence. Uh, if they get the hard if evidence, have, if you have character witnesses, if you have actual witnesses that want to step forward, 
and like do something about it, Here's, then maybe you can. This guy could be lying completely. Yeah, they have to have some hard yeah. evidence. Let's just say some serious allegations. And you're right, yeah. and those are. And, and let's say more people do come out and start saying stuff, and let's say that it is like you do have hard evidence that can confirm it, and you get more people saying it. I think not only do you have to like, I think you have to honestly get rid of AJ Hinch entirely. I think you have to make a message. No, yeah. can is ass. That's why yeah. I'm saying no. Baseball. It's that, bad that's for what the I'm game. talking about. I'm saying it's get rid of him. for the game. I'm man. saying get rid of him while ban him from baseball. Yes, Pete 100%. Rose can't be in the Hall of Fame because, no. and he's the all-time hit leader. It's like I would ban AJ Hinch from baseball completely because that's the only way the lesson will be taught to everyone else, and you can say, hey, like you can do it ass. too. Disrespectful. But this is what's going to happen. Appreciate the game. It's it's disrespectful to the game. It's bad for the game. A game where there is, like I said, a lot of gamesmanship. So there's a lot of stuff like that, like pickoff moves, you know, um, tipping pitches, stuff like that. But I mean, you got to get rid of them if it's true. You got to get rid of them. You got to wipe that slate, in my opinion. And like what? Three years ban of pl- postseason? I mean, that would be probably up. Doesn't to, work that way. That does fair. not work that way in I think professional sports. That'd probably be up to Joe Torre, right? There's no but, postseason <laughs> bans in in pro sports. Like, no, you just you're don't. Gonna, no, you'd find them and you you'd don't take make the playoffs. You'd find them and you'd, you'd they, well, you'd get rid of everybody involved yeah. <laughs> and you'd probably find them and you'd probably take away previous wins, but they're not going to ban and draft picks, stuff like that. Yeah. Like it's exactly. not like college where you can be like, yeah, Ohio state can go undefeated and not go to the bowl game. Like they did was no. like three, four years ago. No, they can't do that. That's not going to happen. Nope. They Fair just, enough. yeah, they'll, I mean, I don't, I really doubt anything's going to come from this because it's, there's a lot of things people will try to do to steal signs and that kind of stuff, and it's always part of the game. And it's like, yeah, it's gamesmanship. It is a huge part of the game. So they really have to find like the, the this is their concrete. this was their method, and this was everything that they did, and it was. But if you're bringing a a, a camera into yeah, the camera stuff is that's huge. I mean, like you've got, you got there's no there's no room for that. There's probably someone there today uninstalling any sort of for sure there is. <laughs> like redoing the dugout like it's impossible there's actually a huge brick wall here it would be impossible but to if do you that start, if you start connecting the dots where like the bang bang in the video and then and you then see it be a breaking the ball steps and off exactly you'll have to i'll have to send you that video so you can see after but uh, yeah, it's it's like pretty compelling man it's pretty compelling and it's really bad for the game of baseball a game where you know how many home runs they hit this year broke the record or whatever it's uh, in 2017, they hit a bunch too. So, I mean, people are doing anything to get the advantage. And it gets them the wins, which gets these guys paid also. So, yep, they, they that's really it what it's for. 17. If you uh, remember, Clayton Kershaw had pitched twice yep. at home. Yep. And was really good. Yep. And the one road game got demolished. They shelled him. You're absolutely no. correct. Yeah. And Clayton Kershaw's not a tip your pitches type of guy. Well, he's That's, a guy who, who can't just get you with the fastball anymore. He relies no. on mixing. And he's so. a consummate professional. That's a good he point, actually. He's deceptive <clears throat> about it. So that is a, good a great point. point. It's a fantastic point. All righty. Well. <laughs> Cheaters. Yeah, no, I was actually glad you guys shared that. That is very, uh, very interesting. Yeah. But uh, what else have we got on the slate here, Andy? Well, we already did mention college basketball, but I think there's there's one thing we missed, and that's oh, the yeah. uh, the James Wiseman saga, where uh, he was uh, had a great debut last week. Oh yeah, we uh, were even the, talking about it. He just those dunks he looked. He's lengthy, likely the number one pick next year in the NBA draft. Seven one, he's yeah. a true yeah. freshman, right? Yeah, he's oh, yeah. just and a, he was a great the prospect. One overall recruit, recruit, yeah. yeah, out of high school. Yeah, did, I mean, different sites have different number ones, but he was. I think right. at this point, he's the number one pick in the draft. That's what people are thinking. So right, um, but yeah, just. Huge guy, super athletic, and yeah, really exciting in this in his first game. And then like moments before game two, uh, report came out he had been ruled in- ineligible. And I guess the uh, the story here is that 
Penny Hardaway, his coach, the famous Penny Hardaway, um, helped pay for his family to move to Memphis a few years earlier, and they ruled that he was considered a booster because he has given money to Memphis. So therefore, it was a booster giving money to a player, and that player. I mean, that's just that's their rule. They're they're. NCA is pretty strict. Absolutely. Um, well, and so I'm sorry. I explained. You were saying that he Penny Hardaway was his high school coach. So at the beginning of this, yeah, Penny Hardaway was the coach at a high school in Memphis, and that's why he and Wiseman was going to some other school, and he got his family to move to Memphis so he could play for him. Um, so this was not. This wasn't some grand plan to then go get the college job, and then uh, so. But that's also a problem in high school sports too. Yeah. So he was actually ruled ineligible along with another player. Uh, for their high school team, and they were actually sued and uh, got it reversed, and they were eligible, and they won state titles. And then um, Memphis oh, so Memphis that. was recruiting this kid, yeah. but um, they said it was unlikely, even though he was playing in the city. But then they fired their coach and hired Penny, oh, who had this connection okay. with him already. Now it all makes sense. So they, that's, the reason that's... They, they hired Penny is they knew he already had a connection got with it. this kid. Oh, they those... said otherwise he would go play for okay, Coach Cal. Okay, those so. corrupt sons of bitches. Yeah, so, yeah. No, that, that's It's all okay. laid out. It, what, I'm saying it wasn't, I don't think this was Penny's grand plan was I'm going to get the Memphis job by connecting with this kid. But, but Memphis, on the other hand, you, hired him because they knew it, get You think kid. getting Wiseman played a factor in part of way getting the job? Also, yeah. to be fair, I feel like he was a valid candidate. I mean, he it's his alma mater. Like, it would just work yeah. out. It would, I mean, it's a know. good story. Memphis is a basketball school. Yeah, and he I wanted to re- re- return it to its greatness. You so. used to wear a Memphis shirt. Why'd you get that? You know what? <laughs> My aunt went to Memphis one time. Okay. Yeah. She went to Memphis <laughs> to, like, go visit. Uh, I don't know what the hell she was doing there, but I know she went to, like, see Elvis's house or whatever she did like a, she went to <laughs> which penny hardaway also bought <laughs> yeah which penny yeah with the money that he got from memphis <laughs> that was given to james or to, to wiseman as well yeah i don't know why i had that she gave me that it was a souvenir from my aunt thank I you was just like, so bright such a blue shirt yeah and they've always they always have random like teams i feel like people cheer for because it's like they're they can always compete with teams and then they're but they're never like a top team that always is right in the middle. They've had a better run. Everybody knows who uh, they are at football. I they think have. over the last they've five years. Yeah, that's teams. what I'm saying. Well, yeah, their coach football Nor- and basketball. Uh, James Nor- or Norvell was the uh, old coordinator at ASU before he got the Memphis Ooh. job. Yeah, and now yeah. he's his name is at the top of the list. The Vegas odds for the Arkansas job. All right. Yeah, uh, I've Norvell, heard. I've heard his name mentioned for Norvell as well. Um, a little Sun yeah, Devil he got tie it. in there. He got Paxton Lynch drafted in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, we, we dra- uh, Rams drafted uh, what's his name, Daryl Henderson, Henderson. Yeah. Darnell, Daryl, Daryl Henderson, Daryl Henderson, and they also had uh, Anthony Miller, who's on the uh, yeah. Bears. He was yeah. really fun in college. Just yep, so. the resurgence but. of Memphis, and they had the Pollard too, right? Who's on Dallas? Wasn't Tony Pollard yeah, Memphis? Tony right. Pollard. He was in the same backfield with yeah. Henderson. Henderson. That's what I'm he? saying. Last year it'd be like. Henderson would tear it up, and and then all of a sudden Pollard would come in, and you'd be like, "What the fuck? You yeah. can't even get a break." Yeah, that's why they were they're, they're a fun team to watch in football too because they yeah. always score points. Yeah, and they beat did they beat MSU or SMU or is it really? they did? Yeah, yeah, they were at they home. Were the team that beat them. They beat them and defeated right. Yeah, yeah, Memphis beat them and covered the spread too. They were favored by like five or six that day. The original cheaters, SMU. Oh yeah, were they? <laughs> in football, I don't I don't know if I know that story, but you don't know about SMU. SMU was given the death penalty. In like the seventies, they were original really? the original school to pay players. Well, there was uh, mm-hmm. Eric Dickerson. SMU was Eric Dickerson was yeah. a huge part of that. SMU was like in Alabama, in I believe the seventies or the not seventies, maybe early eighties. No, because Dickerson played in the eighties for the Rams. So SMU yeah. got caught paying players. They were given the original death penalty. 
But back then, they were blue chip, man. They were like in Alabama or like a Georgia. Well, because they're like Dallas, so you'd think. Right. But yeah. they got caught. They got the death Everyone penalty. Everyone does eventually Still get caught with that stuff. From yeah. the death penalty it's, 30, 40 it's years It's always word of mouth, man. Those guys, whenever you're going to do dirty stuff like that, whether it be pay players or whether you're doing what Pete Rose was doing, which was like betting Fixing on games, games when he was managing and stuff, or yeah, you're like those Boston College kids where the mob got involved with them yeah. or and have them fixing games and Dunahee was fixing games. Yeah, same thing with, too. he was doing it for his friends and then found out the mob found out and was now he was doing it for them. It's hard to get that stuff never stays in. No, it never stays in, but well, I mean, we don't know that. Yeah, that's, that's the true. Scary that's true. Part. How much does stay in? Yeah. How much of that fixing and cheating and bending the rules is really out there and that we don't even know about probably a shit ton. Yeah. I'm I sure there's definitely some. And, and I would say more so in college than any sport. And I think we've talked about this before. Cause it's like with college, Especially college basketball, I feel like everybody's betting now. I mean, betting's becoming legal everywhere. And it's like, if you think about it, if you play for some whatever school and it's like, like I could be the shooting guard for Riverside or something or whatever. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. I know the spreads were favored by 16 and we're playing, you know, whoever. Well, that's why they're not allowed to gamble. Yeah. And then oh, the NCAA violation. No, I know, but I'm saying, but I'm saying if one of my friends hit me up, if one of you guys and was like, Hey, no, I got a hundred K on you guys. No, not <laughs> even that. But I mean, it's like maybe like even $500, which would be right, a lot right, for whatever. Right. And you're like, Hey, don't, uh, do your best to not win by like 16. Well, yeah, I would like to have more faith in the integrity of sports, but oh yeah, no, know. I know, well, but no, I'm just saying it's I'm little things. On. I feel like that's why it gets really crazy during NCAA basketball during match. Jeez. March madness is because. You get like those late seeds that roll up and then For bam, sure. they get taken out. And you're like, all right, now we got momentum. Like yeah. Wichita State, yeah. FGC. So it's like, all right, look, any of these guys can ball just like those guys that beat uh, Kentucky today. But I uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure obviously there's been countless times where it's happened where people haven't been caught. But I don't think it's – I'm still a believer in like the integrity of it. I don't think it happens okay. as much. I'll take that. But And I like that. I would hope so. But I'm right. sure, I mean, I'm sure it does every now and then. But I mean, we think of all the slated games that are on in a day. It's like, yeah. there's no way every single one has something going on. Yep. Hope you're right. Yeah. And hey, and look at the Houston Astros. Even when you cheat, it still doesn't get you to the promised land. They still the lost promise. the World Series this year. It did help them in 2017, but it just goes to show you that even if you're going to cheat, it still isn't a guarantee winner. Or what if the Nationals camera was better? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Well, what's interesting, oh, though, about shit. all of that is not one home team won <laughs> in that no, series. Oh, yeah, you know? that was the first so time. So that's what's actually history. interesting is, like, when you know Houston had that stuff going on, is it's like, did it almost get to a point where they knew stuff was leaking? Did they even not even use it in the World Series? I mean, that's other stuff to think about. Kurt Suzuki caught them beforehand. Like, yeah. You're not doing this shit. Smart Fullerton. Well, what if, yeah, that, what if they had an insider who, like, told you know, was helping them out somehow and told them the wrong information, and then they just kept going off of that and screwed yeah. themselves? Yeah, you never know. But you're right, that's a great not. point. Yeah. But this is 2017 we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's the main you time. You know, this year they could have been somebody could have been tipping pitches. I don't know if you saw one thing that was very interesting was um I heard that, you know, Strasburg in his second start, they were talking about him tipping his pitches and his pitching coach brought him into the tunnel and they couldn't figure out what he, what was going on. So what he did instead was he just started moving his glove a lot every pitch so that they couldn't pick up on whatever his tell was. So there's a lot of gamesmanship in baseball, which yeah. I love. But And, you know, it's the same thing with baseball. It's, like, it's basically it can also be like poker sometimes. It's like I know I've heard some guys be like, well, if you're mad about people stealing your signs and stuff, then, then be better at hiding yeah. them. And it's like, yeah, there's that too. So anyway, somehow we start talking about baseball again. Yeah, back to baseball. <laughs> yeah. Football. It's very exciting I mean, right now, though. Basketball. You want to get back to Wiseman here? Yeah. So I think what's interesting here <laughs> really? 
is that uh, Memphis has said, fuck, fuck it. it, we're going to, we're going <laughs> to play we're him. Play <laughs> they got a uh, an injunction against the ruling or something. It's funny when like our legal system gets involved in this bullshit, which is, yeah. we love it, but it's bullshit. Right. Yeah. It's just sports. Um, so they're just going to play him because why not? He's fun. Um, he's playing right now, right? Yeah. As we record. Uh, he had a, another really good game in game two. I think he had like 17 right boards now. and yeah. four blocks or something. And it's just... And was that in the Michigan State game, too? That game, too? Oh, no, that was Kentucky. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're talking about Memphis right now. Yeah, I don't think Memphis Similar has played. colors. Yeah. yeah. Anyone big yet? Um, I'm not well-versed in college basketball. We're three games in, so <laughs> I'm, i got I got to relearn everybody before the madness begins. Well, the problem is he's one of the guys you wanted to, to watch. This for year's sure. kind of down compared to last year, I would say. Yeah, well, for and the he, superstars. And he, as far as superstars. Yeah, he was one of the big names, and yep. you're trying to take him off the board. Like, well, does the I know the NCAA is not a business, but it's still an well, organization that. Uh, I mean, that's that's. It's like it's not they technically say a they're not a business, yeah. but it's a racket. So, so what do you, what are they doing? Like, I guess if you're in Memphis Conference, you know SMU team like that. Who, yeah, who's done better at basketball? I know they have Larry sure. Brown for Australia. They have, yeah, they have uh, better at basketball. They they would complain like this guy shouldn't be eligible, but it's like it's so far, it's so small. Like I, I don't know the whole substance of it. No. Did he put a down payment on their house, or did he yeah, pay a hundred dollars towards a moving truck? It. It's yeah. like I don't know, I don't know the whole details yet. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, anything's they're they're so strict on it now that anything's a violation because the NCAA. Yeah, wants anything to with monetary value, anyways. So, yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's. it's I mean, the classic I mean, USC. Uh, was Dwayne Jarrett was living yep. in Matt Leinart's apartment? And it's like, well, you can't do that. Yeah, which is bullshit. It's like, you know? really? Like, that's 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 the battery right there. That's yeah. you know the big lefty throwing to his number one target. Even if he's crashing on his couch, you can't do that. Yeah, that's just that's kind of ridiculous. But they're going to start getting some some cheddar in their pockets, hopefully, anyways, with their likeness. So yeah, especially him. But it's just like I, if you're one of those guys, it's like I don't need this. I would, uh, if you're familiar with uh, Anthony, Anthony Simons. On the uh, play, Trailblazer, sorry. Yeah. He uh, just didn't even go to college. He no. he went five years high school, Dude, and went school. and he went straight to the NBA and did nothing last year because he was a kid and now he's playing big minutes for him and it's just like I, I think some of these people are just well, I know be, a lot of guys are doing the Australia route. Yeah, you could. There's, there's different Australian ways you can do it. Professionals, uh, professional basketball is really getting big because you guys got got guys like what's his name, Lamelo Ball. I don't know if he went to us with a Lithuania, but yeah. Australian yeah. basketball is getting really big. And Australian basketball actually does look good. They did pretty well, well in, they got, uh, Euro, in the World name? Cup. So whoever, I think LaMelo Ball is in Australia now. And he's playing with another kid that was supposed to be one of the top recruits in the country. He went to Australia. And the only reason I know that is because uh, Big Cat at Barstool, he uh, owns part of the team in Australia. And he <laughs> had him on the yak on Barstool Radio. That's and he funny. was talking to the kid about it. So they just paid him to go to Australia for a year. Yeah, live down nice. under. Put a couple shrimps on the Barbie. Yeah. Throw down a couple fosters. dunks against those those yeah. indigenous Australians, and then he's going to come make millions of dollars. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's plan. I've seen things too that say uh, for that whenever Lamelo, I forget if it's twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. Whenever Lamelo is eligible it's for be one it's of next the, year, so twenty twenty year, yeah, coming. They've up. already said they ask him. They're like, him you think you'll be Katie's number one? With. Yeah, and he he says, yeah, I think it's very. I think it's like I think I will be. And like you hear some scouts that say that they think he will be. Well, somehow that fucker's like six seven now. 
Yeah. LaMelo Ball. Well, and see, that's what's funny is when he came onto the scene on Instagram, when you saw him shooting all those crazy threes, he was like 15 years old. Yeah, it's like, super young. It's like, hey, I look at my, I was telling someone the other day, look at myself, at my 15-year-old yearbook photo, and then you look at like senior year, even when you're 19, yeah. 19 or 20, it's a big difference. For sure is. The maturity yeah. and the physical and all that. Yep, yep. But a couple years can. This isn't the only, it's not the only NCAA uh, fuck up this week, I'll say. They also um, suspended the top college football player, Chase Young. Chase Young. Who, he's probably not going to be the number one pick, but he's going to be the number one non-QB pick, yeah. If you're a defensive end and a Heisman candidate, you're doing something right. Yeah, I mean. I would give the Heisman to Joe Burrow. That's probably going to happen. But it's kind of, it's like last year where, um, I mean, Bosa really didn't play, but like, Bose was probably the best player of that draft last year. Absolutely. But right. Kyler Murray's a quarterback, yeah. so oh, that's how it goes. Well, yeah, it's going to be the same situation. Chase the- Young's probably the best player in the draft, but he's not going to go number one. Um, but I don't, I don't know if that's a set thing. What? Just because he hasn't played, but it, de- it depends. The Bengals, the Bengals are going to. Yeah. If the Bengals or the Dolphins get the number one, yeah. the Bengals have a two game Tua lead. Or Joe Burrow for I would, sure. I, and I, I would take Tua. I was listening, even, I think it was like Trent Dilfer or something today that was saying. He, he looks at Tua and like the stuff he can do overall is just like he says it's mind blowing to him. But I'm a Herbert guy, so you're a Herbert guy. Yeah. Morgan's number six now. Well, so. what's his name? There's a kid at uh, Utah or uh, Nevada that's supposed to, or is Nevada or Utah State look very similar. I mean, it's the love. It's kind of, Utah State. Yeah, Utah State's love. The, yeah, one of the number one. But that kid from start. Nevada, I think, was from that one show or something like Last Chance You or that's something. Right. He's, He's not playing anymore. Yeah. I heard. I meant the kid from Utah State. Yeah, love. I, and I've you know been the gambler i am i have been on some utah state games over the past couple of years and i do know that name jordan love and he can yeah and that was the thing too is i i mean i've said this before but that's how i knew like daniel jones wasn't like horrible even though like a lot of people didn't know who he was because duke games are never on abc or yeah. espn but it's like hey i've gone to the acc network or yeah whatever random channels to watch duke games before and i've had a bet on them at nine in the morning versus like wake forest or something and yeah i knew like hey man he's not too bad and it reminded me a lot. I've said it before, but it reminded me a lot of um, the whole Porzingis thing when they drafted Porzingis and everyone booed because it's like, who the fuck's this guy? And then all of a sudden you're like, within 10 games, you're like, I love this guy. Within one game, they're like, Danny Dimes, let's make those <laughs> yeah, shirts. Yeah. <laughs> but he was fit to be a pro-style quarterback in the league, and I feel like the offense suited the who, Giants. Danny Dimes? Who, yeah, Danny Dimes. And he was just definitely like scouted as a pro-style quarterback, did really well at the combine, tore it up. Well, and, a lot and, of abilities. And, and I think that the, the numbers are inflated in that situation because he is playing for Duke, so the talent around him oh, easily, yeah. is not going to be as good as Kyler Murray playing in you know, Oklahoma with So you're just trashing, and... trashing the ACC right now. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. I mean, cool. it deserves it. It is trash. Yeah. It's uh, kind of funny how Clemson's really not going to be tested at all here. I think they're tough. They're tough. They're what's in, tough part of what's interesting are. is now that they've found themselves back in the top four at number three also. They're five, aren't they? No, the, Clemson's oh, no, three now. five. Clemson's three. So it's not five. even like Clemson went to four. They went to three. So they will most likely win out unless they fuck up. We obviously saw Kentucky get upset tonight. Yeah. And so assuming they do their thing and they win out, Clemson's uh, – Gonna be back in it, and it'll I be mean, interesting to see if they, they're the, they deserve it because they're the defending champs, so. and they haven't lost, and they haven't lost in like yeah. what two years or something? They not two not, years, but no. and they always have a solid defense. I love Dabo Sweeney. Oh yeah, I do too. I, I love Dabo Sweeney. So I like Dabo much. Sweeney. I just like to see them play some teams. Yeah, I do oh, yeah. too. It's not their fault that like no, I know. No, it's Georgia not. Tech Miami's is just garbage. horrible now. Well, the, the ACC Collins? in general is just the, the second best terrible. team is Wake Forest. <laughs> it's like yeah, impossible. Who's, who had a decent start to the year and they're falling off as well. Impossible to think of. I'd love to see a resurgence of the U. Oh yeah, bring well, back the uh, 
the early 2000s U, Frankie yeah. Gore, Sean back, Taylor. The old, the old Big East when it was Virginia, yes. Virginia Tech and Miami were both yep, great. That, old, that was a great, yeah. yeah. Virginia Tech with um, when they had what's his name they had Mike forever. and Marcus Vick. Yeah, Mike and Marcus Vick You know Miss Michael Vick. Mike and Marcus Vick. It's funny. We were actually at a – Joe was there. We were at a – Sharkies in Huntington oh, Beach were you? on How Saturday. Was on Huntington Beach? It was good, but uh, do you remember it? <laughs> yeah, couple Irish car bombs. No, no Irish no car bombs. No Irish car bombs. No Irish car bombs. How but, uh, dare you? There was a whole section there of Virginia Tech fans, and they were doing their chants and everything, and it was like hokey. Did you ask him what a hokey was? I did not actually. <laughs> you know oh. what a hokey is? Isn't that a turkey? It's a castrated rooster. I did not did know you know that. that? No. That's what is that yeah, their uh, uh, yeah. their uh, mascot? A rooster. It's I think it's a rooster that has no balls. Oh come Ooh. on, dude! Serious? I, I I didn't make the name up. I just learned. Jeez. Yeah. You were <laughs> running around like a hokey at Sharkies in Huntington Beach, huh? I mean, I was sitting down watching the games. I mean, yeah, we, 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 was we were mellow. I would oh, say yeah. when mellow. I, I would pissed. say when we ended up at uh, Goat Hill later, we might have been running around like Goat Hokies. Hill, huh? Oh yeah, we ended up. It was no like no lagoons crazy though, no car oh, no, bombs, was... nothing like that. No, no, no. Uh, no, we got rowdy no like bombs. Thursday, and then we kind of like mellowed out the whole entire. For week. sure, I would not agree with that. I was, what I would you... say Friday was pretty. Did you get crazy? Uh, I got. I, I said mommies? I didn't want to drink, and I ended up taking a shit ton no of shots. Mommies? Last no, no, so... no, 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 mommies. <laughs> no what? No mommies. No, no mommies. Ah, oh, no. boys, what's going on? My faith in you is gone. I thought you guys were mommies every weekend. We'll pick it up this weekend. Okay. I, there right. could that could be some off air chat. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, definitely some off air chat. <laughs> yeah, there was now that I, now that my memory's getting coming back to me about Friday a little bit. Well, one interesting uh, thing is the college football playoff rankings just got updated and they just came out. And no surprise, number one is LSU. Number two Ohio State Ohio got State. moved down a spot. They did. They as did. they as they should have. And I'm an Ohio State fan. My you know, my family's from there and stuff. My aunt was actually at the game against Maryland. And uh, ironically, also, my grandpa just posted a photo on Facebook of him with his two brothers at Ohio State University back in like 1953 or something. Oh, wow. It's a pretty cool photo. No oh, wax. I have yet what? to go to the U, but I hear great <laughs> things. You get to go to the Miami? I mean, uh, geez, the shoe. My bad. <laughs> the horseshoe. Gosh, go. that would be yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. I like how the band, they do that little rocket and the smoke comes out of the back. It's pretty badass. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, so then number three, four. Number three is Clemson. Number four, Georgia. Number five, Alabama. I'm not a Jake Fromm fan. No, that <laughs> He's just talking. a fucking guy. You know? <laughs> what is he from? Well, he doesn't do Well, who's, who's Alabama going to have to play out of all those teams? Will they play Georgia? No, Alabama doesn't they don't have They don't play it. Georgia this year? No. So they'd have, they'd have to play each other in the title game, which means yeah, LSU yeah, yeah, has yeah. to lose, and LSU's schedule oh, so is... So Alabama's going to probably cruise because... So, Al- so Alabama might be out then. Season. Alabama has to hope someone loses. In the top four loses. Which is probably likely. It always seems that to work that way for them. Yeah, and I definitely so. think Georgia could And I mean, so what scares Ohio me State is an Ohio... That's State. what I was going to say. What scares me as an Ohio State fan is I know they have to play Penn State, and then I think they play Penn State at home, but... Even though Penn Mich- State just got it from Minnesota? Yeah, see, I think that's going to be an easy But game. that's what I'm saying. If they lose to them... I'm just saying if they, I don't know. I think Ohio State's got a lot of fucking talent. They no, do. they do. But I mean, if that guy getting suspended, how how long is he's he? He's only suspended for? for four games. But oh, see, we're just forgetting he's already been out two games, right? I think it's the rest of the season. No, no, it's only oh, four I, games. It was four it's games, a four I game thought. suspension. No, he's only missed one. There's only three left. Oh, okay. I didn't know when so, it started. I think it was just his first game. So well, he'd someone, be back for the title game. So Ohio State does get Penn State at home, which will be big. When? Uh, not the twenty third. 
Okay. So they play Rutgers yeah. this weekend, and then they get Ohio. They get Penn State at home, which is good I mean, for them. They Michigan won't lose too, that. So. so the one that I was worried about Michigan, more so dude. was Michigan. Michigan but is absolutely garbage. Jim Harbaugh needs to hang up the khakis and <laughs> and uh, go play some baseball somewhere. So I, I think Alabama's still in prime position to kind of sneak back in. They will be. Although, and, 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 and if you had to pick a one loss, right, if it comes down to them and another one loss team, let's say Ohio State does lose to Penn State, you're going to take the team that lost to LSU in the number one seed. Well, yeah, the other one is uh, Georgia could – they'll likely face LSU in the title game. Right. So and then whoever loses because that – Because they're going to go undefeated in, 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 in um, SEC play. Is that why? Yeah. And then Alabama won't get an SEC title this year? No. Or even play in the game? Damn. Yeah. Well, they, LSU They've done that is, before, and then they've yeah, still made they've it still into the playoff. It. LSU's oh. so raw, and they, they, got, they lost – what's his name? Divinity. That uh, DB or linebacker that left the team with one of their best defensive players left the team for personal reasons and still beat Alabama this year. Yeah. They just got a bunch of depth. Uh, all I know, you know is that when I heard Coach say, We coming. Yeah, I knew that they were coming. Yeah, for sure. That guy's, that guy's a beast. She was still coaching SC, to be honest with you. It seems like that's what everyone is thinking. Oh, we, all no feel shit. That way. we all feel that way. I, I mean, they let him go twice. They let him go fucking twice, dude. <laughs> they even developed a chant for him. They'd go, Coach O. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a bummer. But Well, we got to give some credit to Oregon. They're number six right now. Again, We're a team that could, that could sneak in, but I think they're going to need more than. Only losses they, they need. They need Minnesota, Penn State, and Ohio State to all beat each other. You like know what's crazy, too, about Oregon? Is that loss to Auburn probably shouldn't have happened. Yeah. It, was a, it was a crazy last-second play. Uh, with, a, with a true freshman quarterback a, playing for Auburn. A crazy last-second play. You take the away, street fair trying to watch you, that game. You, you yeah. take away that loss, Oregon's three or four right now. Yeah, yeah, you're probably yeah. right. Because they started the season number what, like six or they something? They did, and with, the, with an insane true freshman recruiting class. They were just taking everybody. Really? Especially, oh, dude, they were taking everybody, especially of the West Coast teams. They were just taking everybody. They got the kid Kayvon Thibodeau from uh, Oaks Christian. That was a huge defensive lineman commitment. They've got Michael Pittman's brother, Michael Pittman, too. He's been having an okay year. He's been hurt. But, yeah, they know how to recruit over there. I mean, I'd want to go yeah. wear those uniforms. Oh, yeah, I think, and I think that helps. Yeah, but I, don't, I wouldn't want to play for Oregon. The, the Bernie Sanders Ducks. I mean, Phil Knight Ducks over there. <laughs> what do you guys feel about the credit about the non-loss teams? The teams uh, that are unbeaten. So you mean like the un- Baylor? The unbeatens would be LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Minnesota, and Baylor. I like Minnesota. I mean, they just yeah, beat they Penn just State. beat Penn State. They're number and they went that jumped them from seventeen to eight. Row the boat, baby. Jeez, highest move. Row the boat in AP history. I believe that nine really? spots. Yeah, nine, nine spots. spots. Damn. That that's I believe that's that a big jump. And I think it was I think that was them basically saying we were wrong. You guys were eight no. We had you at seven or seven no or whatever they were eight no. We had you at 17. That's our bad. You are showed you're deserving of being in the top 10. Yeah, I agree. And I then like uh, PJ Flack, they extended him. That's a big move for them. Right before they extended him, he was in the talks. Uh, he, I heard some rumblings of him for the SC job. One day later, they extended him for four years. So that was kind of a bummer, but. Well, we got to stay hopeful, but, you know, great. You okay. haven't even fired your coach yet. <laughs> well, we got oh. a new AD coordinator. Okay. okay, we got a new AD. So now we're making moves. We're making yeah. moves. We're getting changes. Delaying the inevitable. Let's speed it up it over is. here. Well, it's going to be Urban Meyer anyways. I was watching Fox Sports 1. Maybe not, but I was watching Fox Sports 1, the panel, at uh, post-game, pre-game or whatever, and they had uh, Urban Meyer next to Reggie Bush and Matt Leinert. Oh, yeah. You know those guys are in his fucking ear. Like, Slipping hey, cash. Well, they also, Urban, they also yeah. do that entire show together on Fox. 
<laughs> I think I explained that yeah. I know. pretty I just, well. I was just right? messing with you. Go Were Trojans. you messing with me? Yeah, I am. <laughs> you were messing with me. Yeah, I don't see it that way, but you know. Okay. Carry on. Yeah, I, I think it'll it'll happen that way. There he is, wrecking ball. <laughs> Although I, I don't, Baylor didn't impress me. I watched the end of their game no. there. Um, I think the Big Twelve doesn't have a title game or something. Is that you know? The Big Twelve's not going to have a title game. Like they haven't before. So I don't know if they can they can actually know. finish undefeated I, there. That's no, a, they do a North and a South conference title. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, they definitely do. Because it's usually either question. Oklahoma or Texas. Yeah, it's no Joe's or right. OK State. It's yeah, they definitely have. Yeah, because last year they yeah. it was like Wisconsin or something. I feel like they, there was a year they didn't have one, and they kind of like maybe know. maybe and they fucked them or something because someone got right. left out. But I don't know. Actually, that does also kind of sound familiar. Either way. But uh, yeah, anyway, moving on. What do we? Uh, what else in the sports world? Well, oh, we, shit, I want to give a shout out to Russell Westbrook. It is his birthday today, so happy birthday, Russell. Well, thank you, Russell, one of our biggest fans that listens to us. Dealership oh, real close by. Yeah, my sister has a Hyundai, and Hell yeah. you see his stupid name Russell on there. Westbrook Hyundai. So actually, our, my roommate does too. You see his, his name on her car as well. I did notice that. He's got yeah. two in the area. He's got Garden Grove, and he's got Anaheim. Just so yeah. you guys know. It's a good, it's a good business. To, uh, I've been to Tuscaloosa. Alabama, awesome place. Um, absolutely awesome place. I, I didn't even go during football season. I just I was happened to be there during the summer. Partied in Tuscaloosa. Fucking awesome place if you ever get a chance to go. But in Tuscaloosa, they've got a Nick Saban's Mercedes-Benz, and they've got a Julio Jones Kia. Wow. <laughs> both, both in Tuscaloosa. And they probably do so much business. They should have a uh, Josh Jacobs one. It's big enough to sleep in. They should. Damn, that's cold. I like that guy's Dang. story, though. I, I'm tired of it already. Damn, no, dude, he's every fucking right game. Now. I know, it's but every fan game, no, yeah. Like, I mean, do you know he's poor. Like, Mention yeah. it once every once in a while because you know you want the good heartfelt stuff. But yeah, he was yeah, he was poor. Yeah. Living that's, in a van down by, by the river. river. <laughs> that, that's what's gonna happen when the Raiders play their one and a half game a year on like national TV, though. Yeah. Because you're gonna they're gonna they obviously talk got, about it. They, no, they, and they he's been doing well, so I mean that's even gonna put him in the spotlight even more and. You know, you yeah. get to hear uh, Troy Aikman I mean, talk about it. I, I, hope, I hope he does well. Derek Carr is just the most vanilla motherfucker. We're going to talk about that NFL, game, in my opinion. But but first, before we get to the NFL, oh, we yes. always we always like to save that for later. We're, let's talk some Sorry. basketball. I'm, yeah, oh, no, I'm just I'm new. I just here. knew we we're going to get to it. We we're going to get to that game because it's important to me as well. I don't know what that. do I do with my hands. I'm new. Yeah, NBA, please. Um, a lot of injuries this week. It's a little scary. Uh, the Celtics have been amazing, and then Gordon Hayward goes down. Gosh, after, man. like, what, a couple games after his career high game? Yeah, he had that 52. crazy, like, no. 16 was for it 52? 19. He had 52 points. I thought he only had, like, 30-something. No. I don't That was Russell? I, I, don't, think, I don't think he had 52. D'Angelo Russell had, like, 52 or 57. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, but, Hayward had, like, a, it was like he shot, I like, 17 like, for 20 or something. something really I want to say Hayward had, like, 39 or something. I think he was, like, 17 for 17 from two or something. It was, like, the most... Shot 100 from the uh, from two, below yeah. the arc. Yeah. So something like that. Um, but yeah, he he broke his hand just like Curry, but not as bad. So, not, so he's not out. He's out indefinitely, but not for the year, he's, right? He's out like six, six weeks six or something, weeks. right? Oh, okay. And they won without him. They look impressive without him. So. ankle he snapped last year or yeah. two years ago. That was disgusting. Yeah, that was terrible. And then, yeah, uh, De'Aaron Fox did have a sprained ankle. And he's out for sprained his ankle? severely sprained ankle. They say did he come down on a foot or? It's in practice. But who is? Who is? The Aaron Fox. Fox. 
Ooh. Oh shit! So he's and out. They said probably three to six weeks. Envisioned. Yeah, they they definitely should be in the the tank mode right now because just not working out for him. Yeah, Bagley went down immediately. Decade. Now now Fox went down. Body Divock, what is he doing over there? Yeah, that's kind of a mess. They of have team. some talent well, though. You know, it's, it's, it's a mess. Just never paid off. They got the new coach. How about they, the New York Knicks? Oh well, that is very I mean, interesting. They, because you see I, what's going on with the Knicks? Yeah, well, they fired? basically fired they're, that they're coach. Phasing out Fizdale, who yeah. I think is a good coach. Yeah, that's a bummer for him. Well, he see, got, anyone in that position is. He got is dealt fucked. a bad hand. James yeah. Dolan is the worst owner in sports. You heard they were. You heard they were chanting "Fire Dolan," <laughs> and then he kicked the guy out of the, the the arena that started the "Fire Dolan" chant. What a bitter well, son of a bitch! I've heard like, of people do that. This guy paid to be in your arena, and you're going to kick him out because you suck ass. I mean, like the, the you know they they can't get a free agent, they can't pick a fucking free agent up. They're they're not I mean, even though they're a huge market, they're not they're not a, an attractive place to go. And they thought they were going to get Kyrie and KD, and then he they just go next door to the Knicks. More attractive. I mean, just the court alone, I would want to go to the Nets. It's like one of those things where it's like you the court. Are, the court? I mean, the I think court. the garden the, the is still pretty, pretty badass. <laughs> No, the court for the Nets court. Garden, though. No, what's Barclays Center? Barclays, so Barclays is Barclays trash. Barclays sucks. Really, it's a new yeah. stadium. It or, sucks. They build it really poorly. Well, really, that's what the honest. Islanders okay. already left. Islands are like that's this, right. this is shit. Well, I remember. Nassau, I remember huh? we were at a a yard house and uh, we were talking to a, some guy about it, and they said how in between the series they switched the like during the series they switched the Islanders home games, and there was something where they either lost all their games at the Barclays Center or they lost all their games at the other arena. It might have, and it was one of those things where they kind of was like, "Yo, oh, that was kind of unfair because they put them in a different arena and then they ended up like, I don't know, it just like threw them off. <laughs> yeah, wow. well, the Barclays has this weird section where there's like no seats because it's like formatted wrong because they tried to put in the hockey, but it didn't work. And it's like, how do you guys fuck this up? Everyone does this. Like, there's so many basketball and hockey arenas, but they didn't do it. But uh, I mean, that's beside the point for yeah. them getting <laughs> players. That's not even working out for them. So. I think that's that's the only saving grace for Knicks fans is like, well, the Nets don't look all that exciting. So right well, they also don't have Durant. I know, but I'm saying they're not going to have them this whole Plus, year. Plus, I'd like to think no, that this team did really work hard to get where they were last year, and they just have to build that chemistry. And right now, I feel like they weren't used to a ball hogger such as Kyrie just taking in and trying. Well, to yeah, Irving's going to be out there just something. trying to be the hero. Well, he's going to not yeah. do it. Yeah, he's just he's fucking around this yeah. year. Yeah, he's going to – and, I mean, it seems like how he had that comment where I guess he did some things out and said some things out in, like, China or wherever they were that made the team kind of question, like, whoa, does he even want to be here type thing? Cause some things what he did was he saying. say out in China? Not some communist bullshit like LeBron, right? I mean, yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. They said he – yeah, I guess they said he had some breakdown or some shit. Oh, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I heard that too. Well, he's kind of a basket case, but – Well, and that's what I I'm saying. I'm like, that. he's almost like – you start to wonder he's one more of those instances away of leaving a team of being like kind of like in not as maybe as crazy but like maybe sort of like Antonio Brown oh, where you God. go to you go to teams and you just you get to I don't know what it is but you get out of control mentally or something and then you hurts people around you and I yeah. mean I mean the Nets I don't know if they'll be as I don't know what the record is right now but it, I doubt they'll they definitely won't flow I don't think the way they did last year no maybe when Durant gets there maybe a little better but. All those people have to be involved. Yeah. Well, they're gonna they'll get Durant back. They'll get a couple pieces in place. I'm sure they'll be good. Kevin Durant's Yeah, right now they're beating Utah sixty eight to sixty and Irving has seventeen of those sixty eight really? points. And, and but he's got a couple other guys in double figures, but it's guys like uh that Prince guy from Baylor. Yeah. And then uh Garrett Temple, who's <laughs> I don't Did think he, you can count on every Wow. Didn't know he's still playing. Utah's good pretty good. 
Utah's yeah. got depth, and they got Spud Mitchell, and they got Rudy Gobert. I mean, he has to— I don't to, think they have depth, actually, right now. You don't Who? think they do? The, the Jazz? The Jazz, they have uh, uh, Ed Davis got hurt, and— Yeah, their bench kinda, tonight—yeah, they definitely don't have bench—I mean, bench <laughs> depth. Their bench tonight is Moutier, three points, T. Bradley, two points, Joe Ingles, two points, and Jeff Green, two points. Great. With, yeah, with— What's going on in the starters? Bogdanovich, eight points— Gobert twelve, Conley ten, Mitchell sixteen, O'Neal five. Okay, I, so, like I mean it's spread out, which okay, is how so Utah like games are going to be. But I also was hearing that um, if the Knicks don't win tonight against the Bulls, then he is oh, out. They did not win. It's a done deal. Not only did so they, they not lost, win, huh? they lost by eighteen. They oh, were never going to win. So they lost the Bulls by eighteen. Well, this guy shouldn't be having a job anytime soon. They're well, two and nine. I mean, whatever he gets his money. So their leading scorer is Marcus Morris Senior with twenty two. He's leading their team with like about twenty points a game. That's when you know it's bad. Well, another he, he knew what he was doing. He left that Spurs contract. He's like, I'm going to go score twenty a game. Well, you know what he's really doing. It's not even more about that. It's about being in New York, yeah. having money and saying, "Fuck it, I don't care about how we do. I'll go score my twenty points because I'm one of the older guys on the team, and I'll get opportunities, and then I can go party in the celebrity lifestyle at the clubs and stuff." That's definitely what he's thinking. Well, he is a senior, so he's got a kid to take care yeah. of. Maybe, maybe even five or six. Yeah, that's true. I don't want any of those Morrises out there in New York City. They Keith get in, Orkis? They get uh, into, <laughs> into fights together, and it's they really are one of those duos. It's like you know, I would be Bash Brothers, dude. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Well, another fortunate and unfortunate injury was uh, Eric Gordon. He has a knee surgery, <laughs> and he's going to be out for six weeks. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Rockets <laughs> or whatever. I mean, I yeah. mean Eric Gordon's I mean, it, times are coming to a close. Well, here. I, I like Eric Gordon. I do too. I mean, Andy, I think why, why do you say he's like thirty? He's my age. Oh, is he? Yeah. What do you think? How old I don't know. I thought he was like thirty-six. <laughs> he's an old fart. <laughs> his time is coming to a close. He's <laughs> oh he gonna die soon. Just, I, my honestly, high school. Did he get his AARP card? Already? I don't know why, but in my head, whenever somebody's been on the Clippers, whenever someone's been on the Clippers before, and then they go somewhere else, I just automatically feel like they're old. Like in my mind, Blake Griffin's like thirty nine. Okay, I yeah. Think, I was saying, did you guys? I, kind of on topic, kind of off topic. Did you guys see Blake? You know, Blake Griffin's doing stand up comedy. Oh boy! Yeah. And he was on Actually, the roast. Yeah, of, I did see uh, that. Who the fuck Jenner. Was no, Jenner. it wasn't of Jenner. Oh. Jenner was on there. Okay, but he I think it was uh, Alec Baldwin. It was Alec Baldwin. Yeah, that's right. right. It was Alec Baldwin. He goes, "I want to tell him." He told, uh, "He's like, I want to thank Caitlyn Jenner." On behalf of uh, all of the NBA and half of and most of the top forty rappers for providing <laughs> uh, daddy issues to your daughters, <laughs> so I thought that was funny. He's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. I watched it and he he had some really funny moments. Yeah, I feel but, bad for his his career that it's just. Sometimes do you remember body- the, the that that Clippers team when he first came out of, of college, dude? They were supposed to be so good. Which is why I believe that the Clippers will never be that good. They're always going to have that curse. They're always going to have that There's no curse this year. Well, I mean, you know. Kawhi doesn't care about curses. No, he doesn't. (laughs) He doesn't doesn't even know. I mean, I like the team. Don't get me wrong. I think they got a bunch of firepower. Jay Cross is one of my favorite players in the NBA. So, Speaking of, one of the reasons we even brought up talking about basketball was because we wanted to talk about load management stuff. And uh, one of the things is that... uh, um, we talked about how Kawhi Leonard might not play tomorrow, right? And the interesting thing about that is they said, oh, we don't want to play in back-to-back games because Paul George is supposed to come back Thursday. Thursday. So obviously they want Against to play Leonard Pelicans. and George together. So, I mean, is what's the league going to say? Is the league going to allow Leonard to sit out Wednesday? 
I think they already got clearance before, and they end up fining Doc Rivers for being inconsistent with their reasoning. So there's yeah, basically it's two. It's not like hockey; they have to have a reason for him being out, right? It it they didn't before until Greg Popovich ruined it, and it's basically <laughs> it's the NBA's partners that care. It's also they know there's people there's gamblers. That's the reason the NFL injury report those exists. lines adjust right. is for gamblers, right? Um, but they ESPN was pissed that Popovich would. Sit his guys against yeah. the Warriors. So I think it's and more. And then no one would watch the exactly. game. Were you pissed when he, when Popovich sit his guys against the Warriors? No. You weren't? I didn't care. Okay. Just wanted to see how you uh, felt then and now. But I think it is hilarious now that the first two games that Kawhi sat out were ESPN games. And this one, if he sits out, because it seems like they want to sit him out the front end TNT? of a back to back. Yeah. So the, they were both Wednesday, Thursday, where. They're picking ESPN wants to get the Clippers on TV. Also, TNT wants to get the Clippers on TV. Yeah. So both games were TNT and an ESPN game, right? So I think they're both ESPN. I think they're both a Wednesday. Were they? I thought one was yeah. TNT. Oh, Maybe. the next game, this, the, the second Thursday one was the TNT. Was the TNT game? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So now it's the same situation. Wednesday night against the Rockets. Um, Thursday night against the Pelicans, and it's like I think they're both national TV games again, and. If they sit, if they're consistent, he sits out the front end. ESPN gets screwed again, but shouldn't they have known this before? This is what he did last year too. I know people thought it wasn't going to be the same thing as last year, but there was like a record. ESPN could have looked down the schedule like, actually, we don't want this game on national TV because it's the front end of a back to back. But do they come out and explicitly say that they sit him in the front game of a back to back? No, they and can't. But was that is that a Doc Rivers strategy or was that or was that a so I wonder I Raptors strategy too? I mean, I know Andy said last week that it's more so like I so think you're, they, oh they're anticipating they they want to they want to play him more against the team that they think they'll beat. Yeah. So yeah, that's the other end of it. and well, other end of it is yeah. is it strategy knowing okay if we play him against Portland we have a ninety percent chance of winning if we play him against Milwaukee we have a sixty percent chance of winning so let's just not play him against Milwaukee take the loss and which they played Milwaukee tough that night so. You split, but yeah, the other side of it is they actually almost lost to Portland with Kawhi, and they beat, and almost oh, beat Milwaukee yeah. without him. But uh, I, uh, I think this week I don't even know who they play Thursday. Pelicans, Pelicans. Okay, that's right. So I don't know who they play Wednesday. Then is what I meant. Houston. So okay. Houston's a more important game. They'd rather have but, to play. But I think Houston. with this thing though, my only difference is I think they want to see TV game Thursday night. They, 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 George's first game back. You want to see it with Leonard? You'll just be pissed off. If it's like, what are you kidding me? Now it's George with no Leonard. I would be. They also need a starting shooting guard because Landry Shamit. That's also right. his sprained ankle. his ankle. Grade yeah. two, grade two sprained. So yeah. it could have been worse. Could have been worse. Yeah, Kids cool. doing pretty well yeah. this season. I think I had the worse. I can teach all these people about sprained ankles and like how you actually do have to rehab them or else you're fucked forever. Yeah. So I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, uh, we finally get to some NFL chat. Yeah, let's do it. So uh, we want to recap the week. So let's start with the the furthest away game. That was the Chargers Raiders and. I'd say the first playoff game of the season, and that whoever lost, I think, was going to be eliminated. You think? Given their records? Given their records? Given their records where they were. Although with the Chiefs struggling, you know, maybe there's an 8-8 and winner in that division. But uh, the Chargers did end up losing a close game. Well, let's hope they just moved to London and we never have to talk about the Well, no. (laughs) That's not not the uh, (laughs) opinion of uh, this podcaster here. (laughs) Go Hawks! Go Hawks! (laughs) Okay, but well, <laughs> it was and a Chargers fan. Yeah, it was one of the strangest Dodger fan though, at least. Oh, okay, go blue. Yeah. One of the strangest beginnings and end to a game for a quarterback. And I've seen I've seen a lot over the years, but that first quarter where two picks, the one guy he returns it for a touchdown, and it's just like what the fuck's going on. And then that fourth quarter where like, Rivers actually he had a, he had a fourth quarter comeback. Yeah, 
Took him down the field for a touchdown. A great uh, Austin Eckler play that I'm sure you enjoyed. It was. Well, um, Luke enjoyed it more now. Producer Luke, I traded Eckler to him. Oh, okay. But I did enjoy Gordon. Gordon did okay, well. Okay, uh, well, then that's a smart move because he also had two touchdowns. He had something. Or he, had, he had a touchdown in a good game. But uh, then the Raiders scored, but they left some time on the clock. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of uh, ruined it for Philip Rivers there. He could have he left that game being like, well... He did what he needed to do. Yeah, the defense yeah. let him down. You think he would have been better with a little less time on the clock? If he really I, I, don't like her, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. If he, they, you could have given him 10 minutes with. Yeah, I don't know what just that was. get the field, and I yeah. don't think he would have done it. He yeah. was just airing him out. Like, yeah. Yeah, he'll, he, he's good for a couple quarters a game at his age, and then it's kind of yeah. like, fill up. Yeah, that offensive line's not protecting him he's, nearly he's enough there. for like Gosh like darn it, his and Dag and all over the place. Yeah, yeah it, it's. I mean, you've seen with a lot of teams this year, when the offensive line starts to falter, like your quarterbacks just aren't as good. Baker no. Mayfield, Jared Goff, there's a lot of examples. It's been, been very bad. Uh, with Rivers, he's used to having a bad line, but it's really hard when your line is as bad that as it bad, was. Because yeah. the Raiders have been horrendous in, in a, with their pass rush. Yeah. They have Clellan Farrell, who just hasn't done anything yet. No, he hasn't. And, he and will, they but... made him look like a superstar. And I always think it's funny when like a team's on TV and they're playing a team with a noticeable weakness. Yeah. And then the other guy kind of looks good, and the announcers like talk it up. Yeah. Where it's like, you guys know. Like, I remember the Chargers played the Bears a couple weeks ago, and Trubisky had a couple of like nice plays. And they're like, whoa, maybe he's turning around. It's like, no. Like, everyone knows Trubisky's not turning around. No, he's like, not. He's, that like, was... he's just playing a bad defense, and they made one play That's, look good. That was one like... of the worst picks in the history of the NFL, maybe. I mean, yeah. already. And he's only been playing for. Two and a half years. I mean, yeah, the idea, it's like, well, if they had Watson or Mahomes, they'd probably win a Super Bowl last year. So. Yeah. So, yep. so that's hard to take. But. Yeah, it is. But, um, yeah, on the, on the other side for the Raiders, they did win, and now they're actually only a half game behind the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they were four, five and four now. But they're still uh, in the hunt. Or are they tied? Of, uh, yeah, they're five and four. They were four and, and four going into that game. Yeah, they're the five chart- and four. And the, the Chargers Chiefs. were five and four going into that game because the Raiders still have a bye coming up, I think. Chargers yeah. were four and five. Four and five. Four and five. Four and five. I think I think the Raiders are four and four, and then they're five and four now. No, the Raiders are definitely five and four because the Raiders, yeah, Steelers, four, four in the game. Yeah. Raiders, Steelers, and Colts are all five and four, and right now it's the Steelers who actually have the sixth spot, which they've won four in a row. They've uh, they beat up on well, those they Rams. Really put it down on my Rams, that's for sure. Yeah, well, sorry. No offensive touchdowns. I mean, that yeah, that, was a nice start. I know to the game. it did. It was a nice start. Strip, Dante Fowler goes to the crib, and then it was all over. Them. Well, that 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 that's another, just like you mentioned, O line issue. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, know. they 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 knew that O line's so banged up right now. I don't even think Gurley's going to get, you know, maybe ten touches a game just because they don't want to risk was it. Also, the thing about the Rams too is, you know, their big uh, thing is when they get Cooper Cup going, zero catches. He was dropping balls too, though. Yeah, that's like they were all over him. I'll give you, I'll give it to you. Pittsburgh was all over him, but he was dropping balls very uncharacteristic. No Brandon Cooks, so he gets a lot more attention. But our offensive line is decimated. Just found out today, Brian Allen's out for the year. Rob Havenstein's already out for last year. Not to mention we had Austin Blythe go out already. Uh, Joe Noteboom went down for the year. Denby got hurt too. So I think that. O-lines have been the theme of this year in the NFL. Poor O-line play has really uh, driven a lot of, of the wins and losses in the NFL this year. And uh, it's important. Well, the the best athletes know go go into pass rushing. That's where the money is. Yeah. And so you get this case where the pass rushers are just so much better now than yeah. the offensive linemen. And, I mean, I don't know if the NFL – the NFL d- – does a lot of rules to help offenses. I don't think they want to, like, allow holding or something. But it's like, is there something they can do kind of – Help with this. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know what it is because yeah, you can't just be like, well, just go draft your way out of well, it. Like I it's mean, not where it doesn't work. I would I would I would venture to say that protecting the quarterback the way they are is helping out a little bit. Because oh, they're calling. Yeah. Well, bails, bails, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. That's out. sort of a yeah. little bit of a of a of an aid yeah. for the bad offensive yeah. line play. Um, last night, whatever, whoever, um, who was the? Maybe I was watching football. No, last night, whoever uh, sacked. There was a sack on Kirk Cousins, and they said he lowered his helmet, but he wasn't even fucking close. But if you lower the helmet and there's intent, they don't call it a roughing the passer. They just call it a, uh, you know, lo- whatever the, yeah. the penalty Unnecessary is. Unnecessary roughness. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not even a roughing the passer. It's just like an intent penalty. And so that's helping out offensive lines. But, you know, it's still pretty ridiculous. I'd rather have good competition than laundry on the field because these guys really need to pick it up, man. Yeah. Too much laundry. I hate it. Slowing the game down. People are going to talking be talking about it like baseball soon enough if they just keep calling fucking penalty after penalty. Yeah. That that uh, Raider Charger game had a lot of penalties too, I felt it like. It did. Yeah, it's the Raiders. Just come to expect it at this point. Yeah. Right. A lot of upsets this week though, huh? Colts got upset by the Dolphins. The absolutely terrible Dolphins. Yeah, that's a weird game because the Dolphins have actually been playing better. So, like, I picked the Dolphins to cover. Yeah, I think that was we were actually well, talking double, about that. that was double digits, wasn't it? Like 11? it was eleven, so which we, was like we were all like, no, Brian, no, no, Brian Hoyer, who yeah. we, Brian Dickface Hoyer just we, is absolutely garbage too. And we were talking about that. We said I was looking at that, and I'm like, yeah, I understand Dolphins haven't been that good, but I mean, I don't care where they're playing. It's hard for me to lay eleven points with Brian Hoyer, Hoyer. and it's like not only do they not cover the eleven, they lose straight up. And Fitzmagic is bound to pull a rabbit out of the hat at some point. If you look at the Dolphins' last like four or five games, they've actually competed. I, I mean, they, they, they almost the came back and beat the Redskins. They almost beat the Steelers. They go and they beat now the Jets and the Colts. I is mean, Fitzmagic. Yeah, the moment which, he came which in only for Rosen. Has, has a shelf life of four games, I think. So. Four yeah. games? All right, we'll see. We'll have to I mean, that's what happened. happened last year. Remember well, last just, year? He just had beat Drew Brees. And- yeah, but then he had that swag going on when he came out with Deshaun Jackson's clothes on and his jewelry. That's right. No. That was yeah. pretty funny, but uh, yeah, the Colts seem to seem to have a problem there. Where I mean, they barely well, they, they should have lost to Denver. Uh, they've had other games. And it's like, then they lose, and then they lose to Pittsburgh, and then they lose to the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how good they really well, are. Looks like they're starting to come yeah. down. To no, reality. you're right. Are they the truth or not? But I would give them a lot of credit with a oh, lot yeah, of a, early distractions. Oh yeah, to play the way that they've done. They have. That's, yeah. that's getting blindsided. In all honesty, getting your quarterback deciding to leave the team about two weeks before the season starts. If it may, might have even been less, I don't even remember. But it's truly getting blindsided when that happens because you've prepared all year, everybody's excited, you've got that, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Hey, I'm not going to be here." It's like, yeah, that definitely puts an emptiness in the locker room. And I'm sure a lot of these guys do trust Brissett, and he's good. But I mean, he's at the end of the day, he's back. not better than a healthy Andrew Luck, which quote, is what they quote, thought they Andrew had. Andrew Luck, healthy and yeah, well, they thought healthy enough uh, where he needs to play. Yeah, another uh, big upset: the Saints lost to the Falcons. Who? Yeah, we've been watching the Falcons recently. They look. Like what's the most lost team because you know you see the talent and you're like how is this so bad? Yeah. And what's interesting about that game, in my opinion, too, is it's two teams just going in complete different directions. I mean, the Saints are a good team; they got Breeze back. They want to keep winning. They want to even think about the fact of maybe at least home, like a first round buy in the NFC. And then you've got the Falcons that everybody's just talking about how they're horrible. They're this and that. You know, you think they're just going in the complete opposite direction where they're just going to be like pretty much folding but like andy said it's like they still do have a lot of talent on that team a lot of veterans and if, if there ever is a game where they put it all together they can definitely beat anybody and well they I, did I, it they had six sacks which they had seven on the whole season you don't 
You talking about the the Saints, the Falcons, the Falcons on, on, on defense? Saints. Yeah. You don't see. I was. I forget who I was watching the game with, but I was saying you don't see Drew Brees on his back that much yeah. ever. Like if you think about watching football for as you know as long as we've been watching Drew Brees play, you never see Drew Brees on his back. Yeah. And he was under pressure in that game. Uh, against a pretty good defensive line, I think the Falcons have. They have a lot of talent on defense. Underrated, but Tackle definitely, yeah, well, they struggle in the in the secondary for sure. Well, they they had they had some injuries this year too, so that that that's a tough yeah. one for the Saints. But I mean, they were bound to lose one. They dropped what their second game of the year to the Rams. I was there. Breeze goes down. Bridgewater comes in, picks up five in a row, and then you know it's just like we were talking about earlier. You know, it's going to be a loss. It's going to be a loss too. You're going to eventually lose, right? Well, it's definitely so. just a look-ahead game just because based off of the Falcons' record anyways. But, I mean, hey, we can't count them out. They still got Julio Jones and then Devontae Freeman shits the bed. But other than that, weird, I mean, I think weird, some... weird to see the Falcons' offense without Julio jo- or uh, Muhammad Sanu on the other side of Julio Jones. That's true. been like that for years. Well, hey, we got a uh, – San Francisco went down to the Hawks. In a great game. Yeah. A fantastic game. As a Rams fan, I really wanted to see – I would like to see the Niners pull it out, but yeah, it was uh it's kind of funny because we were even talking about it a little bit how you know you have the Niners have their free agent uh, rookie kicker who played for Andy's team at one point this year, McLaughlin or whatever. Yeah, that was uh, crazy to me to see that name pop up. Yeah, he's like, played on. I whoa. think they said four teams already this year. I think the Dolphins, the Chargers. Yeah, I don't know where else he's played mm-hmm. other than Chargers and Niners, but he looked good early. He hit the his first field goal. Hit a second field goal, then he goes and hits the game winning uh game tying game. I'm sorry, game tying field goal from about 47 out to go into overtime, which and, would you'd be a lot of pressure. And then shakes and then the he gets game a, winner into he gets the a chance, tunnel. He gets a chance to win it in overtime from about 47 yards out again, and kicked it to about Oakland to the left yeah. or something. It was <laughs> not a good kick, Same and I don't know what Oakland. a situation like that. I mean, I'm not a kicker by any means. You know, we have a buddy of ours, good friend of all of ours. That's uh was a kicker in college, so he would know more about it. But in that situation, I don't know if it was just nerves. I don't want to think it was nerves because I would say in that situation, you know, hey, if I miss, we're still tied. The other one, it's like if I miss, we lose. No, I think the one going into overtime yeah. is more nerve-wracking he than hit, that one. He hit the one, he hit the one that uh, that's probably was a little more pressure-packed. Yeah, so I don't know if he – what happened there. But it was – and it's one thing to miss, but when you miss like that. The laces were out. They weren't. They were. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. They were. The, yeah, was, everything was fine. I mean, it was wasn't like Vanner. I mean, a Vinatieri the other day where There's, his laces were in. Yeah, that it, was a bad hold. And it was about that bad. But this one was. It was. Uh, laces were out. It was good. Everything was good. He well, just. Well, I mean, the guy doesn't it. have a solid job in the NFL for a reason, right? So yeah. you know, you got to take what you can get out of a guy like that. He gets some good field goals. Yeah, I mean, it's just unfortunate now because now you're going to be the kicker of that up. Oh, I my missed field goal, and that okay, well, really quick. That's another thing I was thinking of too. Is this guy's been traveling around? He knows he's not staying with the Niners long. What if this guy's kind of in there like? No, like, you, you can you can win a job mid season. It, it well, happens. I know that, but I'm saying like Robbie Gold. I feel like has been yeah, the guy for a while. I don't think he's going anywhere. He was even on the mm-hmm. sidelines being shown, which shows you. How important of a kicker he yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, it was and the same situation. Think, if you don't think that guy deep down inside was oh. happy as shit, then oh, yeah. you're lying to yourself <laughs> because you know deep down inside he was all fuzzy. Oh, yeah, that I'm guy sure. in the keg. Yeah. Especially after yeah. watching him hit the game tire. Oh, yeah. And, Ro- <laughs> and this is a young tight. kid, Robbie Gold's. He's been around he a while. He's been around for a long time. Kicked for the Bears for a long time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he's back been on the, the Niners, too, for like three or four years, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. He was back from the Bears Super Bowl. Year, I believe. Oh, Grossman? So, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of uh, kickers who they miss a couple kicks and they lose their job and bounce around, uh, the Falcons kicker this week. Matt he, Bryant? No, Young Hui Koo. Oh, yeah, that's of, right. Of the Chargers from like a couple years ago. Who, uh, young Ho. Yeah. <laughs> He's a he, Young uh, Ho. <laughs> he had a couple bad misses, but you know, that happens. And the Chargers just kind of had to get rid of him because it's like the fans had already turned on him. Yeah. And yeah, he's been trying to fight back in and get a job, and he actually won. He went, I think, four for four on field goals. Yeah. And it's just like, you never know. Like, it's hard to know what kickers are actually good. I think there's only one good kicker, Justin Tucker, and everyone else is just fighting to be. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I, would, I would definitely put Greg the leg up. Yeah. yeah, yeah he, but he's, okay. had, he's had big misses as well. Everyone, he has. Everyone has. But Tucker's no, even missed us. I'll talk I think Tuck, Tucker is, is, but I think Tucker's the best of all time. You guys are all he may be the, the best of all time. The. Housecut. Okay. No. Nah. Housecut. Nah. There's plenty of people nah. who have success. Zerline <laughs> was hurt. Has been hurt the last couple years though. Housecut just missed a game winner. I mean, a game tire for the Bills on Sunday. Good. You know that Myers is the kicker. For the <laughs> he Seahawks did. He now, did. Right? He calls himself a Seahawks. He thinks. No, Sean, no. He thinks Sean Alexander's still back there with Hasselback. <laughs> yeah, and Hasselback. <laughs> with Matt Hasselback. Yeah. Losing to the Steelers in the no, Super Bowl. Uh, speaking of that game, though, I yeah, feel like was. we found out a little bit about the Niners. I mean, they had a really solid run game, and then the Seahawks just shut it. Damn! Did they show You know what? I, I actually, my diagnosis is the opposite. I think that the Niners, once again, had to lose a game. And to win a game where they battled throughout the entire game, at home, granted. Um, but I actually think that's a not a bad loss for them against a really good Seahawks team, a division opponent with probably the MVP oh. of the NFL. So if they were going to lose a game, that's not a bad way for the Niners to lose a game. I will say that's they did, how I look at they it. did shut down the ground game of the Niners, who were For averaging sure. around 200 yards a game. Yep. Yeah, they only they got 87. Yeah. And then Garoppolo, was playing out of and Garoppolo had, uh, I think, three turnovers. He had the yeah, interception. I think he fumbled game. twice. Fumble, yeah. interceptions. They're all over him. My boy, the MVP candidate, Mr. Russell Wilson. I think he's he, your boy. I think he's up there. I think it's, I think it's him and Lamar. I don't right now. Yeah. Actually, yeah, as a fan yeah. of both of them, Lamar I just think he's so explosive. He's uh, is is up for Bunny he's, Ranch MVP he's, of the yeah, year. He's, he's definitely the MVP somewhere. Gucci shades. <laughs> On yeah. the sideline, man, he was just rocking those eight, uh, Oakleys. Yeah, that's because he's got cross eyes. Now. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen him, but he's he's in rough shape. The guy was dead for moments. He was dead. <laughs> he was dead. Who? Lamar Odom, I heard one of the prostitutes revived him with a blowjob. Oh, God. <laughs> well, do we want to talk about Lamar Jackson, though? Yeah, I thought we were talking I, about Lamar Jackson. With his another perfect oh, passer what, rating. Yeah. That's what the glasses were about. So I think it's funny. He had two games this oh. year. Perfect passer rating. Both Bengals. Ridiculous. Against the Bengals and the Dolphins. And it's like, well, <laughs> I mean, give him credit. He beat the Patriots last week. Yeah. But it does seem like Joe or, uh, Joe's boy Hasselbeck could have might have been able to go <laughs> yeah. out there and get a perfect passer rating against those two teams. Well, also, he just didn't come back. I mean, it, everything. Yeah. Continue. I, well, I'm, I'm still, I'm still Lamar skeptical? Jackson skeptic. I think. Are you? Well, because nobody's done it playing the way he does. You know, yeah. like playing with the, being a running quarterback like that. RG3 had a good start to his career, fell off. RG3, Mike Vick was okay. RG3 is running the option with him now in Baltimore. Yeah, I saw. Well, I mean, did you see that? Three Heisman, uh, three Heisman, Heisman winners in the oh, same Ingram, backfield? Yeah. Ingram, yeah. That was pretty awesome. Ingram looks good. The first game I saw Baltimore on TV this year was the, the game against the Steelers. No, the Sunday night game against the Patriots. I'm sorry. And I saw Ingram get the ball, and I didn't even think it was him because I was like, he's slimmed down. He looks, yeah. he looks good. He's not just like that tank runner anymore. Yeah, he's, no, he has. You're right. He he's looks, cut he looks, weight, and he's he looks, still strong. And he, if you didn't know, you might not think that's that's him. 
And I didn't. I was like, who's yeah. that? And I was like, you that's Ingram? I was so like, I even said, what'd that guy do with Ingram? I well, think that was the, the best signing the offseason because that really did open it up for Lamar. I think. Yeah. Like I last agree. year, they said the, the game plan that the Chargers ran was mostly by necessity, but was smaller, faster guys yeah. to make sure Lamar Jackson doesn't beat you. That doesn't work against a power run game that yeah. they've now have to fall back on. They have, they've always yeah. have this really good offensive line. That's Baltimore's yeah. DNA. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Ingram is just. A way better back than they've had in forever since yeah. uh, that guy. Well, he's, who he's making a lot of guys guy. look great. Like Andrews, the tight end, he's making him look like a goddamn. Well, he was a pretty star. good receiver going out of Oklahoma. I mean, he had a lot of targets. And he was a very big mismatch for most teams, and that's they're utilizing them all pretty well. Yeah, well, Hollywood Brown too. He he's been he's been very impressive. I got to give a shout out to our our buddy Tyler McGay. He he called him being the best quarterback in that draft before it even happened. And I still think it's Rosen. The Nosen. Well, although Baker <laughs> give him, last give him more time. year, the last you know eight games of that season was was fucking solid. I don't know. Oh, I, Baker's I, lost. If now. you if you if you ask me, I want Lamar on my team. Too. I'd rather have Lamar than Baker right now. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully, also, because Baker, I pray to God that he could keep it up. Baker's not many is, able to like him. He got too, and I was even talking about this a little bit today. So he got too involved with like all that stuff. Like he's in commercials, and then it's like with stuff like Barstool that like shows him shotgunning beers at the yeah. Indians game. It's like everyone's like, "Yeah, this guy, this guy," and he's become more of like a sensation around places. While Lamar Jackson yeah. sits there, like Joe said, with his Oakleys he's on the sideline, after a fucking thirty-point yeah. slaughter of the Bengals. I think Baker's pretty raw, but I wish he would shut his mouth sometimes. Oh yeah, and he's. Oh, yeah. But even that's what people discussed the whole time was you know he likes to party, he likes to talk, and there was that whole taser incident with, or the beatdown incident uh, with the yeah. cops and at Oklahoma and stuff. It's like everyone knew what Baker was. He was. Oh, <clears throat> that's just how he is. He's a party animal guy. He's uh Vocal guy. You you can have – I'm a big chip on your shoulder guy. I love those type of like underdog guys. But that chip can be too big in my opinion sometimes. Yeah. You know, just sit back and play fucking football. And sometimes I wish he did that because I think he is raw. I loved watching him play at Oklahoma, dude. That Mm -hmm. was electric watching that guy play at Oklahoma. And last year too. He What, he tied or broke uh, Peyton Manning's and someone else's uh, rookie year touchdown record in like eight games? He was on pace to to smash that number, so yeah, pretty he's impressive. got potential. And I mean, but I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if Odell Beckham going there and having a first year coach was what he needed. Well, first year coach. How about maybe not even the right coach? Well, yeah, but it's well, not even just a first year coach for them. It's a it's his first time being head coach of anything. Yeah, yeah. So I just think that was too much for him having a the whole Baker Mayfield stuff going on with like his popularity, and then you bring in probably the. New flashiest player in the NFL with Odell Beckham, who plays For games sure. with five hundred thousand dollars watches on his wrist and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he and shows up with like three chains on two watches. I'm good, right? Well, that's why this is good. I'm good. I could do it. Did it having have his cleats changed at halftime because he's wearing Joker. Joker cleats? Even with that, they do have a lot of weapons. They just got back Kareem Hunt. I mean, do we weigh it out on their? Well, there's a, there's line another guy who beat the shit out of his girlfriend, which is uh, why he was suspended. Offensive line or what? I mean, the, the Kareem coach, Hunt. They don't. Their offensive line is absolutely garbage. And the reason why their offensive line is trash because they went and they, they trade for focused Odell about other stuff. They traded Treader, right? Or yeah, Petonio, they, or, yeah, they, they traded, traded someone to the Giants, I think. Yep, they did. And it's been really bad for them this Which year. Which is obviously where they got Odell, so it makes a lot sense. Of, just so much talent, but you got to be able to put it together. And they're learning, you're seeing it this year a lot, as you need an offensive line. And if you don't have a good offensive line, you better have a quarterback that can run like Lamar I'm telling you that. or yeah, Kyler yeah. Murray. What are you doing, and <laughs> Don't worry about me, dude. <laughs> don't worry about me. Go yeah, Hawks! You got to. 
Yeah. Well, uh... All right. Well, before we end, one more game I'd like to talk about. That was the Sunday night game hmm. where so much was made about Kirk Cousins and how he couldn't win a big game. And I think some of that is on him. Some of that is just random. It's like, and he actually got it done this time. Yeah, so. you never know which Kirk Cousins you're going to get in a big game like that. Yeah. But I don't think he had no picks, no turnovers, one sack. If I'm correct, yeah, that was just, his stat line on the He's just continuing for- on at how he's been playing as of late. I think he's always been a great quarterback. I liked him in the, when you he played for that. the Redskins. I really did like Cousins. You like that? I like Cousins. You like that? I like Cousins. You like that. I think there's I like a, con- a consistency like to him. Oh, yeah. Although you're saying he, you never know what you're going to get. I'm saying season to season, you know what you're going to get, and it's going to be above average quarterback play. I'm saying in the over big the course games. Of, yeah, over the course you of the season. You don't know what the hell you're going to get. Yeah. I so, I feel like the Vikings are pretty prepped to maybe win a championship this I, year. And I actually do yeah, agree with that. Are, really, they, they have a great defense. Dalvin yeah. Cook is violent. I think, yes. I think the Vikings are Healthy one of the more well-rounded team when you look at everything. The, if, if Cousins can win those big games, yeah, because you'd have him, once Adam Thielen comes back healthy, you're going to have Thielen and Diggs. Rudolph is still a solid tight end, and then the way Dalvin Cook is running is, in, is insane. And then Man, they do have a, and they definitely have a – Good enough Great defense to win defense. a Super Bowl. They so. do. I like their defense. Vikings. Neil Hunter's dope. Everson Griffin's dope. I'll tell you, Vikings. The, the, the UCLA uh, dudes in the middle there with Kendricks and Barr. Yeah. That's a solid linebacker core. Uh, I'll tell they you right now. the secondary stay healthy, which is Right, but happened. they got a dope Vi- secondary with Harrison yeah. and Rhodes and those guys. And Vikings are going to be the team in the NFC that I think is the one that people will forget a lot because everyone will want to still talk about, oh, the 49ers, you know, and they'll want to talk about Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers and, you know, the Cowboys if they make it or whatever. And, yeah, everyone. You know, they're always going to talk about the Saints, Cowboys. obviously, but it's like the Vikings are the team that I think is going to stir up a lot there, especially well, if they can what? win that division. I liked. I, I I'm not a huge Ezekiel Elliott fan. I'll be honest with you. Um, pick one nose ring. You know, <laughs> just don't wear two. Just pick one. You know, thanks. Um, but Dalvin Cook really outdueled that son of a bitch last night. Yeah, really outdueled him. So did you see the the post game? No interview with no. Dalvin Cook. They had him out there. I, I so it was asleep. so strange because I don't know if he was like fucking with them or something. But he was talking about how like special it was to be on the same field as a guy he's looked up to like his whole life, Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, he's, he's like, trolling. He's it. like he's, he's be. been he's been doing this for a long time, and it's just they they did the jersey swap thing, and I'm like he's like a year older than you, maybe two. Maybe. Like what? <laughs> like what do you mean you've been watching him your whole life, and he's one of those guys been doing it the whole time? It's like. Yeah, like if you're saying about Frank Gore, like that's what he's treating like he was Frank Gore, and <laughs> it's like he jizzle. Yeah, no, I, I like to see him out. I like I liked to see him out duel Zeke, and I also think that Thielen and Diggs might be one of the best wide receiver tandems in the football. I, I think they are. I like think they Landry are right now. And, and Beckham, which is a great tandem too. But no, I think Diggs I think and Thielen definitely. I like uh, Adam Humphreys and Corey. Davis. Oh yeah, <laughs> is that it? I'm, okay. I'm really excited that Adam Humphreys is finally getting the ball with Ryan yeah. Tannehill. Yeah. <laughs> Mariota's like, who the fuck even is that guy? He wasn't out there when I was there. He's yeah. like, oh, no, he was. He was. Well, it's funny. That's that's because Tannehill's sneaky good, too. You know, you, oh, yeah. you don't think about it. He's sneaky I was good. listening to some today that was saying it's about time Tannehill took over for Mariota. Yeah. So, well, we'll the Cowboys, man, I mean, I think they have all the talent in the fucking world. I think Jason Garrett's an awful head coach. He'll never win a goddamn thing, and I think that – they have a good I, doubt. I, well, they got some good coordinators, dude. I think uh, yeah. Kellen Moore could be a good offensive coordinator. They got that young defensive coordinator, too. They got a young everything. Like they got a Kellen good, they got like a good young nucleus, the best fucking offensive line in football. Those guys are monsters. Yeah. Great. Smith, that, that, holy smokes. Yeah. How about Jalen Smith and Vander Esch when he's healthy and uh, 
quarterback and the defense. But Jerry Jones, you know, he'll figure it out. They yeah. should have. I think <laughs> they should have traded Elliott. I don't know what his market was when he was holding out. You want? You think they should have traded? They him should home? because it's clear to me this team's built around that passing Jack offense Prescott, with Gallup yeah. and uh, Amari. Yeah, where it's like that's actually the strength of their team. Well, like, you're gonna have to pay the man. Dak's gonna have to get cash. I know, dude. but now they have to pay everyone. They do. So, They're in the Rams. Situation. They already paid Cooper. <laughs> they already paid Elliott. Yeah, now they. Can, they already yeah. paid Jalen Smith too. They're gonna. Have they to, paid Demarcus Lawrence. They paid. Like, yeah. I mean, it's a good problem to have. Sent except Taco that Charlton packing. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna have to pay Dak though. Guy's a dynamic quarterback. I don't know, you know, maybe he's not as good with with Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield, so that's why they paid him because he really sets up that play action for them where he can hit those deep balls to Gallup and to, to Cooper. But, you know, ever since they got Cooper from the Raiders, he's made Dak Prescott look a significantly better too. Oh, same so, as Cooper though. I mean, his like he just sparked up, started getting well, more catches. Yeah, he, he was, get, was, he was, getting, he was the getting the ball from vanilla ass yeah, Derek Carr though. Carr. So. Yeah, I get you. Mr. Completions, whatever. Oh, yeah, he's looking hey, good. He led the comeback by throwing four yards downfield to the running back. <laughs> it was some, for some reason, not anyone around him. Yeah. yeah. Love that prevent defense. Yep. All righty. Well, is that, uh, is that it for us? Sports? Yeah, I think it was that a was solid. Wow, we talked about football and didn't talk about the Patriots. That was pretty impressive, boys. Yeah, they nice. should have a bye week. We'll keep it low it, next It week. is nice. <laughs> But uh, that was definitely a jam-packed. Usually, like I said, it's usually just uh, Andy and I with a little bit here and there from Sean. But it's nice having other we need some professional analysts on. Yeah, here. it's nice having big sports fans. That's why this ended up being a longer sports podcast than usual. How long usual. did we go for? Uh, this is always in like a different type of time meter, so I never know. I would guess oh, we were definitely like around time, <laughs> like hour and fifteen <laughs> military no, time. We were, I'll, we were I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> we were definitely around an hour and a half, but. Uh, well, thanks for having me. Boys. Yes, I had no, a good time. Mike, you are definitely going to be welcome back anytime for sports. I appreciate that If very you want to do ever entertainment one time. But, I'll uh, give it a shot. I like talking about chicks. So yeah. if you guys talk about chicks. You know, we'll maybe <laughs> do we'll a happy hour. Get you back after a happy hour. That's yeah. when we talk about chicks. Oh, we can talk about I can anything. do a happy hour. Happy entertainment. Hour. You know, yeah, I'll pe- let you get me drunk and take advantage of me. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. definitely down then. That's what the stash is for. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. I had a good time. Thank you, boys. Yes, for, thank you for coming. And then for, we also had me on. Absolutely. Anytime. And then we also had, you know, Wrecking Ball. Voice, you guys, the sound, you guys all know. We will be selling Wrecking Ball t-shirts soon, by the way. And uh, the familiar voices. We had Andy. Yeah, you did. And we had myself, Tony. And uh, make sure you tune into our entertainment one, which will also be out this week. Thank you for listening. Tony's take out. <laughs>